0: appreciate you checking us out this Independence Day. And you're about to listen to a couple of guys talk about wieners for the next few minutes because the uh, hot dog contest happened earlier today. The Nathan's hot dog eating contest, to be specific. And guess what? Joey Chestnut was the favorite, and Joey Chestnut ran away with it again. That makes him, what, now the 16th time hot dog eating champion? His, his over-under heading into this thing was 73 before we break it down too much when joe what what do you think joey chestnut at his high school reunion is like like when joey walks in do you think everybody kind of moans and groans and goes ew that's the guy there's joey remember how gross he was back in back in high school like he was even back like that back in middle school he used to take my lunch and he would eat like everybody's and then or do you think everybody goes there he is. There's the man. Like, clear out the buffet because he's about to come by. Watch him work. Here's the legend. It's just I, – I don't know if I'm impressed or not. You tell me.
1: I mean, it's, it's pretty cool, I guess, if that's your thing. I mean, if he was in my <laughs> high school and came back for the reunion, I wouldn't think he was gross. I would be like, dude, you you found a niche and you dominated. So good for you. I, th- I read something. He's making 500 a year off this stuff. He's got his own line of sauces. He's got endorsement deals. 500K, and really, he performs one day a year. Sean, it's impressive.
0: He's not just performing one day a year, though. You have to imagine his practice is different than any oh, other sport. Yeah, like sure. The lead-up to it, you know, it's like – It's the same way that you prepare to run a marathon, you run a lot. Something tells me that he works his way up to. What he end up eating today? I know we hit the unders. What did he he get, 62 hot dogs? He was at 62,
1: 63, I think 62. So the under, and I gave that play away on Sunday when we were talking about it on, on Sunday bets, and I said, look, this, it was 73, way too high. Joey Chestnut's only gone over 73 like three times in his career hammer the under because it was made more sense than trying to just bet joey straight to win that was like minus minus five thousand. that made no sense over under under 73 all day long never a sweat that was an easy win
0: is eating something that these at least professional eaters get better or worse at with age because i'm trying to think of myself like You know, I grew up and I had a pretty limited appetite. You give me some spaghettios or something like that. And I grew up a little (laughs) bit and I was a big fan. I mean mean, like, is he gonna be better next year? Do we set the over-under a little bit lower? Because it feels to me, based on as much as I've watched Joey Chestnut, and I'm completely over the whole thing, if I'm being honest with you, I think he's I think we're past his prime a little bit. Feels like he's on the back end. Like, I don't know how soon anybody's gonna catch him, but he might not be the same eater that he was a few years ago. Is that fair?
1: Yeah, I I think that's completely fair. He set the record back in 2021 at 76. Last year, it dropped to 63. This year, 62. That's what we would call, Sean, a downward trend. The amazing thing, though, is you go back to just 19, or actually just go back to 2000, okay, before Kobayashi, before Joey Chestnut, the winner in 2000, 25 hot dogs in 12 minutes that's wow. it Wow. barely to a minute look how far chestnut has pushed pushed this event to a record of 76 triple of what it was just 20 some years ago it's amazing the evolution of eating hot dogs i guess i don't
0: know he's the greatest glutton of all time while you were talking <laughs> i was googling what is a hot dog made out of uh, you're not ready to eat can i real quick can i give you a couple of these i know there's um. some people that are eating right now just, Natural sheep casing made from lamb intestines, internal organs other than the muscle as in liver or tongue. And I don't even know, what are meat trimmings? Whatever meat trimmings are, it sounds like I want whatever the other part of the meat is. So I, I'm, I've am i been off hot dogs right. since it wasn't the plan or anything. And I'm not a vegetarian, or nothing like that. But I interned for the Kansas City Royals back in, they were terrible, back in sure. 2000. Go this was back in two thousand and eight, I want to say, and they would only give us Bill two foods for free. They would give us popcorn, and they would give us hot dogs. So I'll still eat popcorn oh, every so. now and again if I'm at the theater. But I haven't ate a hot dog for what is that now? Seventeen years I've been off hot dogs. How many you think you could down in twelve minutes? I mean,
1: maybe three. Because I'm not gonna. I don't. I don't understand, Sean. The whole dipping the bun in the water, to, I understand why they do it to get it down quicker, but that whole mix of water and hot dog on the face, no thanks. I'll just slowly eat my free hot dog that they give me, and I'll finish three in ten minutes. I'll be fine. Yeah,
0: no for, thanks. For, for those that are watching us on twitch.com backslash betql, you can see Bill's a hot dog eating form, and it is yeah. – uh it very clean, I would say, the the, the yeah. hot dog-to-mouth delivery that you just showed us. Yeah. So I took yes. the liberty of looking up some of the other eating records because I figured, all right, it's always about hot dogs. What are some of the other records? Check this out. Well, let's go. The butter-eating butter record in five minutes goes to the great eater, Don Lerman, who once ate seven and a half sticks of butter in five minutes. Dude, how do you think you felt after that? Oh, uh, I mean – that's that's almost worse than eating all the hot dogs, right?
1: I mean, sticks oh, no. of butter? Who just eats raw? Like, that's just gross. I don't know, oh, man. I mean, the hot dog thing, I kind of understand. The That butter thing, no chance. Gross.
0: By the way, you ask who does it. I already told you. The great eater, Don Lerman. Not to be confused with the eater. Lerman, okay. I hope I'm saying his name right. Carmen Sincati, when it comes to chili, In six minutes, Carmen downed 2.4 gallons of chili. Two (laughs) gallons? 2.4 gallons of chili. That was in six minutes. Oh, here's the nastiest one of all. Mayo. The Mayo-eating record. In eight minutes. I don't know how they decide the length of each one of these things. The Mayo-eating record. Oleg Zaritsky. Took down four 32 ounce bowls of mayo in eight minutes. Uh, that's that's worse than all. That's, that's the worst one. That's a hundred and twenty-eight
1: ounces of mayo. I, I couldn't eat an. I couldn't eat an ounce. I hate mayo with every fiber of my being. I can't stand mayo. I don't put mayo on anything. I don't even like the smell of it. To actually contemplate eating a hundred and twenty-eight Ounces of it, and you said six minutes. Yeah, eight, eight. Oh, oh eight minutes. That makes it not better <laughs> at all. That's just terrible. It's just terrible.
0: We're, we're kind of making Joey Chestnut look normal by all these things. All right, I'm gonna fly yeah, through some of these other. You ones really are. Then we'll get yeah. back into the actual sports. Um, chicken wings. This took thirty minutes. Okay, and this was Joey Chestnut. Joey Chestnut holds this record. 182 chicken. 182. Damn. Wow. Where does this go in the human body? All right, I don't even want to talk about that. 30 yeah. minutes. Again, the record Joey Chestnut, 182. Uh, Taco Bell tacos, the record in 10 minutes. Soft tacos, by the way. 53. Oh. Spam in eight minutes. Some guy ate, oh my goodness, 9.7 pounds of spam. Can't say oh. I've ever had spam. What is, what is spam no. taste like? No
1: idea. That's 9 point whatever pounds of more than spam that I've had my entire life. So I have no I idea. Like most, Never had
0: it. I feel, like mo- I feel like most of the general public has had spam. And you and I, neither one of us. Like I, can, I honestly have no idea. I can't even tell you what it tastes like. I don't know if it tastes like sweet or sour or salty. My um, guess it would be like gross ham. But I have yeah, no idea.
1: I, I mean, are- our audio producer Enrique in Chicago just put a big "what" into the chat when we said neither one of us had had spam. So I guess I guess you're probably right. You and I may be the only two people that haven't eaten spam before. I don't never had it. And, and never Enrique had it.
0: says it. He says it's mediocre at best, and he grew up on it. And I'm not going to knock you if you grew up on it, because I grew up on a lot of off-brand products. Like, I didn't get the Dr. Pepper. I got the Dr. Thunder. I didn't get the Cheerios. I got the Crunchy-Os, the bag, not the box. So, I ain't mad at you. But I feel like my my parents drew the line at Spam. So, I appreciate that, Mom and Dad. All right. uh, Let's get off the food stuff and back to the basketball. We're Damian Lillard. It looks like at this point, man, it's – He's either going to land in two spots, right? He's either going to land in Miami or he's going to land in Philly. Or do you possibly see a third horse in this race? Because at this point, there's no way that he can stay with Portland. I am to take that back. Kevin Durant last year, if you remember, asked for a trade at the beginning of the year on the off season and then backed off it. And then we know how that played out. So something tells me for whatever reason, if Damian Lillard and Portland decided, you know what, let's just go with what we got and see what happens, it would be the same ending. There's no way that ends happy. It's kind of like breaking up with a girl in real life. Like once you start to go down that road, right. you're already broken up, so you might as well just push it over and tip the whole thing. It feels to me like Damian Lillard has two landing spots. What to you is more likely, Philly, Miami, or am I missing somewhere else?
1: It's interesting because there was a report today, I want to say maybe from the – actually it was from the Celtics blog, um, that they've reported that there actually have been reports and whispers if you will that Jason Tatum is trying to talk Dame into putting Boston in one of those things now the thing is this isn't like Bradley Beal who could name where he went because he had the no trade clause with the Wizards and it had to be it had to be agreed upon where he went Portland's going to send him to whichever team gives them the best deal Dame has no say in it but but they want, Tatum has said, he'd like to get game there in Boston. The Celtics can figure out a way to do it. Would you think that that's a good fit for him as a third? Look, they don't want, Portland doesn't want anything to do with Tyler Hero, so they've got to get a third team involved if it's going to be Miami. does they need? Do they need a third team if Portland and Boston try to work out some things? I don't know. It would be interesting. If he goes to Boston, they're right away the top dog in the East, right?
0: Well, yeah, but it depends on who Boston sends back to Portland. Because if you're getting Damian Lillard, you're going to send a haul of players back and picks, or you're just going to figure out a way to send Jalen Brown. Because I don't know what the long-term plan is on either side: Jalen Brown with Boston or Boston with Jalen Brown. It feels like they like each other but don't love each other. So if maybe if 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 there's inklings of this, right? If there's you know rumors and rumblings maybe there is something there because it feels like Jalen Brown long-term in Boston is probably not going to happen, and it feels like Damian Lillard in Portland is very, very short-lived, right? Like, you could tell me during the show we find out where he gets traded. So maybe Boston does make sense, but if it's not Jalen Brown, man, I mean, I can't imagine they've got enough to send back, right?
1: I mean, at that point, you probably do need to get a third team involved just to make Portland whole, if you will. But I think from what I read in the Celtics blog post that they put, that they think they could get this done without moving Brown, which I'm with you. I don't know how they get it done. I don't know who they would send out that way to Portland. But if they could pull that off, I mean, what a coup that would be for, uh, for Brad Stevens as one of his first major moves as the GM and president there. That would be incredible for him to pull that off.
0: Well, Miami and Philly need to stop messing around. I mean, they either need to S or get off the pot at this point because so Miami's talking about we're not going to trade Caleb Martin. There's no way that can be a holdup with Damian Lillard if it's Caleb Martin and another package of players. And look, Caleb Martin was great in the playoffs, and he's part of that culture, and he fits in really well. Who cares? You can get Damian Lillard, who for two months of the year last year was the best player in the NBA when he was averaging 38 points per game. So, and same thing with Philly. They're doing the same thing with Tyrese Maxey. Now, who knows how deep the conversations end up going and how serious they get, right? Maybe you get the right guy on the phone and you say, look, Philly, we're Portland. We got Damian Lillard. We'll send you him, but we have to get Maxey and some other package back or the conversation's over with. Then maybe Philly starts to actually go crack a little bit and say, all right, now that, now that you've actually made the offer, now that we're really having the conversation, We can talk Tyrese Maxey, but if I'm either one of those teams, Philly or Miami, I'm not messing around because having Tyrese Maxey maybe two or three years from now really helps you because he's probably still cheaper than Damian Lillard and at that point maybe as good. Let's just call it what it is. With Caleb Martin, to make that a sticking point, so all I'm trying to tell you, Bill, is if I'm either one of those teams, I take the phone call and I just ask you, what, what, what can we give you to get back Damian Lillard?
1: And see, that's the, that's the problem that I think that Portland maybe is running, or in this case, actually, what Miami is running into is they thought a package surrounded with Tyler Hero and picks and maybe a couple other pieces was going to be enough to get it done. And Portland, nobody's interested said, in that. No, we don't. We don't want Tyler Hero, and we're going to shop around. We don't care. We love Dame. We love Dame. We're not going to just send him to Miami because he says that's where he wants to go. We're going to do what's best for us. Which, oh my gosh. Good for an organization finally doing something that's best for them for a change and not just giving in to these guys that are making the demands. So Portland's open for business. That's what they said. I wonder if teams are going to try to wait them out and maybe we get a lull here for the next couple of weeks until they think Portland blinks
0: nobody wants tyler hero it's like uh the late great tina turner said we don't need another hero i mean come on this guy averaged 20 points per game and he's what 23 years old for a team that's been to the finals a couple of times albeit he was on the bench anyway like he has no value all of a sudden with bill i'm the sports machine coming up next i'm taking him into a dark and twisted place we go inside the mind of the machine